Welcome to Pop Culture Ketchup. We make the good stuff better. Join us every week as we discuss movies, TV, and all the other things that make up the pop culture you care about. On this week's episode, we will be discussing the emotional breakdown of Selena Gomez, the controversial meeting between Kanye West and President Trump, the royal wedding of Princess Eugenie, and for our main topic, we'll be discussing First Man and our thoughts. Stay tuned. I don't remember how it goes. Yeah, I just just oh, okay. dance to your own song. Do 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 Yeah. How have you been? Good. Good. Uh, Did you have a good week? Yeah. Yeah. Um the weekend our weekend was not very relaxing though, huh? No. It, it started out relaxing. It did. We, we were we watching. Had like, when we were talking about our weekend, we were like, oh, what do we have to do tomorrow? And we we're like, oh, man, we don't really have to do like hardly anything. We can just kind of sit around and do nothing. Yeah. We, since, we recent, since we moved recently, I feel like every weekend we've been having to do stuff, get stuff done. So we were discussing what we were going to be doing this weekend. Uh-huh. And, and this weekend, we only had one thing. And that was to get... The safety inspection done on our car. So we knew because we knew it wouldn't pass, but we wanted to know what all to do. Right. So because we've told you guys before, so we got the emissions test done uh, last weekend, and we knew or and, and that passed, so that was good. Um, and they told us that they didn't even want to do the safety inspection when we got the emissions test done because it wasn't going to pass anyway, and so they wanted us to double check with the DMV. And just so for the, and for those of you that are not aware, in the state of Utah, you have to have a safety and emissions test done. Uh, emissions tests for all vehicles, like every two years or something, and safety tests done for cars, salvaged. cars with the salvage or rebuilt title, which we have, which is what our car is. So we got the safety test done, and everything that's cosmetically wrong, basically, with our car, will not pass the safety test. So, basically, we have to get a bunch of cosmetic things fixed with our car that are completely not worth it. Yeah, the engine works just fine. There's no worries about that breaking down. But And all these fixes are going to be fairly expensive um, compared to the cost of the car. Because the car is worth like $800 tops, maybe? Yeah, I feel like that's really optimistic. Okay, I mean, $700? Five. Six hundred. I've been a champion for five hundred dollars. My dad says Stanley any car that runs is worth at least five hundred dollars. That is Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> well, so anyway, the car, the doors just don't open. There's a dent in the hood. The back window's taped up. Like all that stuff that we don't care about that we've been living with for like the last year, two years. Two years. Yeah, basically, will not pass the safety inspection in the state of Utah. So, guess what we're doing tomorrow. We're getting a new car. Yeah. So the plan is we're going to go back to Idaho where the car is currently registered. Oh, and the reason we have to do this is because our registration expires. At the In end of, two weeks. At the end of the month, which is just really bad timing. Yeah. So we're taking our car back to Utah and we're going to have some friends sell it for us because mm-hmm. it works fine. So we can actually get some money for it back there. So. But our new car that we've gotten super set on and I feel like we've both decided that we're going to get it 
even though we haven't looked at it yet and it i mean it probably wouldn't get taken but we've already decided it's our car Mm -hmm. it's yeah this 2001 toyota camry silver coloring super amazing huh really nice exterior anterior yeah all the doors work it has a key fob yeah it's like such an upgrade yeah and we are also going to uh take out the um the cassette player the cassette player and the dvd player and stuff like that and install a cd player well i might have a cassette player you said dvd player oh i did you said yeah. Oh, it you said, could have one of those. I said too. cassette player, then you said yeah, and the DVD player. Oh, CD. It doesn't have it. It's for CDs. Just saying. I don't know. Have you tried putting a DVD in one of those? <laughs> I have, man. That's true. Yeah, but we we're going to take that out and put in, uh, and put in a display that can do CarPlay and Android Auto. So we're, we are pretty excited for that. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how tomorrow goes. I called the weekend appointment, so... Yeah, do you have any ideas for what uh, what its name will be? No, we need to meet it. Janice? I don't, we don't know if it's even going to be a boy or a girl. Eugene. Eugene. Harold. Eugenie? Eugenie? Eugenie. Eugenie? Yeah, we had to, <laughs> had to look up how to say it. You're, you're, Because you were saying Eugene, right? Yeah, that's how I thought. Yeah, me looking at it, I was like, Eugenie? But no, it's Eugenie. Yeah. Yeah, we listened... We listened to the person who wed them say it, say it. Yeah. And that's how he said it. So that's what we are going with. Which is a great segue into what we're not talking about right now. But we, we can talk about it now. You want to talk about it now? Yeah. Okay. So Princess Eugenie, is that, is that right? Eugenie? Mm-hmm. She got married uh, this past weekend. So that's pretty exciting. Um, and she, for those of you that don't know, she is ninth in line for the throne. So, this is how she is related. So, we have Prince Charles, who is next in line. One. We have Prince William. Two. Prince George. Three. Princess Charlotte. Four. Prince Louis. Five. Prince Harry. Six. Uh, Prince Andrew. Seven. Prince, Princess Beatrice. Eight. And then Princess Eugenie. Nine. Yay! Yay! Good job. So, Prince Andrew for those of you that don't know, so Prince Andrew is uh, Prince Charles's brother. So Prince Charles is the oldest, which is why his children and are. And that's who's the royal line is going through. With. Right. Mm-hmm. But so so basically after, if Prince George and his children cannot take the throne, then Prince Harry mm-hmm. would then have to take the throne. But then if he can't take the throne, then Prince Andrew would take the throne who is princess eugenie's father but then if he can't take the throne her older sister would do it and then if she can't do it then it's prince yeah Andrew. so i mean probably never happened but it's important to and but it's important to keep track probably of. would never happen do you, do you remember what happened with queen elizabeth though no everyone thought that she would never take the throne either and she did well was she ninth in line she was pretty far down there i feel like have you seen the crown like I mean, her dad was the king, wasn't? Wouldn't it have just no? Been... Her uncle was the king. Oh yeah. The... Her uncle was the king, and then he got divorced. I'm pretty sure, and so he was like unfit. Yeah, he was unfit. To their laws, yeah. yeah, and then her dad became the king, and then he died of like some kind of cancer, lung cancer, and then she became the queen at like 22. I'm just saying that those are not very normal circumstances. I'm just saying it's not likely. It was not. You can't say. I can that, say it's not likely. It was not okay, likely for the queen no, for the queen no, to become the queen. I agree. You can say it's unlikely, but you can't say that it's not possible. Which is not what I said. 
I'm just saying there is a chance that she could. Become. I agree, and which is why they're keeping. She's she's close enough that it's still relevant to keep track of her of what number she is in line. Yeah, but it's not likely. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> well, at the rate uh, Queen Elizabeth's going, you know, she's yeah. like the longest. She's reigning. got another hundred years in her. She's like the longest reigning monarch of all time. Is is she? There might be. I think there was someone else that was longer. She's mm. like, I think if she lives to be a certain age, she'll break the, gotcha. the record. So, but yeah. So who? So who is she marrying? Um, I think his name is Jack something. Jack Brooksbank. Okay. Um. So he's. I know he's British. So he's not an American like Meghan Markle. <laughs> so that's yeah. something. But he's also a commoner, like how Meghan Markle would have been would right. be considered as well. He's not of royal blood, right? But he's rich, so yep, you know. So at least we know, it, it, as far as like motive goes, that he's not marrying her for her money. Yeah, he. So that's good to yeah, know. Yeah, he was the European manager of some tequila. Company? Uh, yeah, te- of a tequila company. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so they've been dating. So yeah, they've been together for the last seven years. They met at a ski ranch or ski resort. Ski ranch. Yeah, ski ranch. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so they, and yeah, they met at a ski resort, hit it off, and they've been so and they've been together for the last seven years. Um, so they've known each other for a long time. This wasn't anything very like a fast shotgun wedding by any means. Right, right, yeah. So that's pretty exciting. So many royal, uh, royal weddings and royal babies. There's rumors that Meghan Markle's pregnant. Ooh. Yeah, people were questioning her outfit uh, at at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Because she was, she typed her code on the whole time. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe she was cold. It is, it is starting <laughs> to get colder now. That it's, is the real. When she got married, it was in the spring. Weather was good. I'm just saying, it's the fall. Things are starting to cool off now. It's also the fall, which means that they have had ample time to. Well, okay, conceive. wait. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, has it been nine months? But no, yeah, you're right. No, nine months is a gestation period, but they could, yeah, they could easily be pregnant by now. What you think she's had a baby? Well, no, it's just when you're saying there's ample time. At uh, first, I was like, "Well, has it been nine months?" But I was like, "Wait, no, nine months would be when she had her baby." <laughs> so if she were to have her baby right now, then there would definitely be something of like, hmm, "They, she got pregnant before they got married." But that is not what I, I said. was thinking. Weird. That's no, and that's all irrelevant. And yeah, that is I mean, maybe they, maybe she is, maybe she got pregnant before the wedding. But yeah, we don't know. We're not, we don't have any breaking news here or Sweet, secret you're sources. Start, you're starting rumors now. I just said it's not true. What's what? What's not true? That we, it's not true that we know that she got pregnant before. The That's wedding. not even what the conversation is about. The conversation is people think she is currently pregnant. I know. And I'm just saying we do not know. I'm making it clear. We do not know if she got pregnant before. It, that was just okay, me do you realize how many months it's been since she got married. Don't I, you think we could tell by now if she was pregnant? Probably. <laughs> I'm just saying we don't have any inside scoop. Uh, yeah, I I'm is, not wanting to start rumors. That is a true fact. Um, also, mm-hmm. Selena Gomez had an emotional breakdown. Yeah. Hospitalized. It's actually the second time she's been hospitalized in the last few months. She has lupus and she apparently when she has a, she has a low white blood cell count and it kind of, 
she apparently she was like upset about that because she had a and she had a kidney transplant recently yeah. and, and then there was a rough breakup with Justin Bieber and yeah. everything. So it's just been really married, high stress. He's married now. Yeah, I saw. to someone else. So it's, yeah, so it's just been a really high stress moment with and then with like white blood cell count as you're saying and everything. I so think that affects all, her. There's just been a lot of things. I think it affects her mentally in some mm-hmm. ways too, like her poor health. So anyway, but. Hopefully she's doing better now. Yeah, but. and I mean, and this definitely isn't something of like you hear sometimes with very celebrities of like or like a drug overdose related thing or something like that, you know? Yeah, it's due Which, to her or, illness. Yeah, yeah, it's just and lupus is a nasty autoimmune mm-hmm. disease that is really hard. I know uh, Nick Cannon also has lupus. Did you know that? Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, there's actually um, there's a lot of celebrities that have. Yeah. diseases that we yeah really and, yeah and i know someone who has who has lupus too and stuff like that and yeah but lupus is hard so mm-hmm. yes um so i mean yeah i wish her the best with recovery um i was a big fan of her shows growing up what shows barney wizards of waverly place that was a big one sweetie barney that is her original classic yeah and I that's like what barney. i was a fan yeah i don't like barney i know you don't but you know what our kids are gonna watch it because it is a classic and i love barney i'm willing to bar- do like do bargaining with this um that they can watch barney if they can also watch pokemon oh no 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 you are special you're the only one you're the only one like you there isn't another in the whole wide world that can do the things you do yeah but you are special special everyone is special everyone in his or her own way because you are special special everyone is special everyone in his or her own way thanks that was everyone in his or her own way thanks that that was a beautiful rendition um but you've also got to catch them all just throwing it out there and um if you're not willing to negotiate for any of it then they just get none no barney no pokemon yeah no barney deal <laughs> i'll just teach them the songs myself because i yeah I'll i just, haven't seen barney in 20 years and i still remember all the yeah songs. i'll just give them the pokemon games hmm. <laughs> well fine then <laughs> they'll like mine better because they'll probably be like me and like to sing songs some of them might be. <laughs> Some of them might be like me, though. Nerds. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's move on. I hope you guys loved my song. Yeah. I worked really hard on that. Um, yeah, so the third story we had we had for you guys this week was Kanye West had a meeting with President Trump. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, so he was there. Um, he was wanting to have a discussion, so he met with him as well as... Uh, Jared Kushner, uh, Trump's uh, son-in-law, mm-hmm. and to discuss uh, criminal justice reform and ways to help, ways to help. Um, hold on, darn notifications. Who's texting us? Your dad. Mute that. What did he say? Well, okay, this just in. Your dad sent a picture. And he said, that's Jupiter beneath the moon. I don't even see the moon in his picture. Wait, is that the moon? The little one? Where's Jupiter? 
I don't know. <laughs> anyway. But my yeah, so. Sends, my dad sends funny texts sometimes. Yeah. <gasps> Bay. What? They should be guest stars on our podcast. Oh. When they come visit. Or if they don't want to, will we force them? Yeah. Okay. It could be so fun. Yep. Sounds good. So uh, in two weeks, right? Yeah. In two weeks, we'll be featuring um, special guests, Sarah's parents. You guys will love them. They're hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Kanye West met with the president. Yeah. Uh, for uh, cr- yeah, j- criminal justice reform and for helping and for helping those who have gotten out of prison with finding work, specifically ways that he could specifically ideas he had for to help uh, post convicts find work in Chicago, which is where he's from. So that's how it started. But a lot of the attention and the and the news and stuff like that quickly went in other directions. Do you want to talk about that? Mostly because Kanye West was Kanye West and he like <laughs> went on these weird rants about uh-huh. weird things. And there was some good Twitter feed about how he unlocked his phone in front of like the entire press. He, he was like sitting in front and the press was like behind him. So you, so the press could see his phone like in his hands and his passcode is zero 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 and everyone was like um seriously like and so people were like making jokes on twitter like kanye's passcode is how many minutes he thought about what he was going to be talking about with the president like stuff like that Mm -hmm. um and like kim kardashian came out with a statement because he's been very vocal about his like support for president trump which is very controversial in the celebrity uh realm um, but Kanye or Kim Kardashian's, which is, which is, uh, his, his wife. wife, she came out with a statement saying she knows that he's not in quote unquote in good health right now. So he has been vocal about how he has bipolar disorder, um, and stuff like that. And he actually recently, um, moved to Chicago and changed his name. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but he moved to Chicago, like and he told Kim Kardashian like that he's going to live there for the rest of his life. But Kim Kardashian was like, "No, I like my kids like are here and have like a routine." So, are they not living together anymore? Nope. No. Oh. No. He lives in Chicago and she well, lives in LA. Okay. And he changed his name for 5 minutes to Oh, no, it still is. It still is. He still cha- he changed it to well, why are why are we not referring to him as Ye? Because it's weird, and people know him as Kanye West. I thought he like legally changed his name. Yeah, he did. Then we probably should call him Ye. Anyway, he changed his name to Ye because he's crazy, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Kanye's crazy, and uh, even okay. If this gives you any idea, though, even President Trump was like, "Well." That was something, wasn't it? Like, he even thought it was a little weird. So, yeah. Yeah. So, there's that. Yes. (laughs) So, what are we going to talk about today? Well, as some of you may know, I love space. I don't think they know that about you. Well, I do. Um, If my career as a graphic designer doesn't work out and I have a midlife crisis at some point, I might go back to school to uh, become an to become an astrophysicist or an astronomer or something of that nature. Hasn't your graphic designer job already worked out? Well, yeah, but you know, I mean, I could get on hard times or something. <laughs> That's true. Let's go 
have more student loans and go yeah. get a, a career where you have to get a PhD. And and it's a very low paying career. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is one of my personal heroes. Um, he's he's great. Carl Sagan is great. Who is who kind of brought about you know, Carl Sagan who brought helped to kind of bring about Neil deGrasse Tyson and uh, very and anyway, I, I I really like space, um, space exploration and all everything with that and so whenever there's a good um space related movie um we kind of have to go watch it also i also like space mostly just like the stories behind like apollo 13 is probably very good one of my favorite like mm-hmm. would you say it's one of my all-time yeah favorites? no and i'd say you you like that movie more than i do like i i like that movie as well but i'd say you no, you like it more than i do. i just love it i love like the technical like nature of it and how like what they were able to do like back then what, what they had to overcome right uh-huh mm-hmm. but um so when we saw that first man was coming out we were like oh man we Gotta are hop watching on that this. yeah yeah so we watched it oh well yes yeah, so we watched it this last friday um it stars ryan gosling yep as neil armstrong mm-hmm. and claire foy speaking of the crown yeah that's yeah. where yeah i was i was trying to place her i was like she she looked familiar, but I couldn't place it until you you mentioned when we were in the theater that yeah she's from the Crown and then yeah yeah um and I personally thought she was phenomenal. Oh, she did great. Yeah, she did really really good job. Um, but I guess what were your overall thoughts of the movie? Well, is there I guess so just to clarify, so the movie specifically isn't really about him going to the moon necessarily. It's more about him yeah so i mean and going bio, to the moon like a I mean, biopic about his life mm-hmm. and going to the moon is definitely a significant part of that because that's you know what he's super well known for but but a lot of it kind of just yeah going through his life and it kind of deals with um i don't know would it be, I, don't, I don't think it's much of a spoiler to say that like the dot like his daughter who like oh, dies yeah. like yeah, that's in the first like that's like within like maybe the third scene or so like 15 20 minutes in no like five minutes yeah and a lot of the movie kind of goes through like how that affected him and how he dealt with it while also going through this very busy busy job of being an astronaut and working and all the work that he did um leading up to the apollo 11 mission to then go on to the moon right so he was originally neil armstrong was a navy pilot is that or correct? He, he was an engineer and test pilot for for the navy though was it the navy i'm pretty sure okay yeah um, and, and his daughter died and I think he was really never, she was about, she was like three. Mm-hmm. She was never really the same or he was never really the same after that. That's kind of how I took like the, yeah. Took yeah. Me. I feel like how Ryan Gosling like portrayed uh, Neil was definitely very stoic. Um, he, when you say it was more of an internal performance than like a external what do you mean well a lot of of ryan gosling's acting was i feel like emotional like it was something that you could feel like but yeah as far as like i don't know i feel like he didn't really show it on his face it was just something i don't know i feel like he portrayed it as more of an emotional thing than like a like it didn't come out physically. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like a lot of I feel like a lot of Claire Foy and Ryan Gosling acted a lot with their face as opposed to their words. Does that make sense? Yes. So 
I don't know. I thought they both did it really. Yeah, I thought their portrayals were great. And one thing I love with, I really liked with the movie, um, is the director had, he paid a lot of attention to the details, and it was very important to him to tell the story as accurately as he could. And then within, and then within that framework, you know, kind of he was able to find a story and and you know emphasize and kind of emphasize the things going on with the star and things like that to kind of have a good narrative. But he had a strong focus on keeping everything just the facts other than a scene at the end which we will not talk we about. won't talk about it, it's something that definitely like is plausible and could have happened but as far as we know it didn't happen in real life but other than that everything was absolutely was like just as it happened by the facts right well because i mean like you loved armageddon right no and the scientific backing by that movie <laughs> <laughs> no no one likes that movie at least, I don't know. I don't those, know. those in the know don't like that movie. It's just, it's too painful. Right. But why is it painful, though? So, from, like, a scientific perspective. Because nothing they talk about is right. You, they would have realized an asteroid was coming way sooner than that. And the way it, like, fragments and, and it, like, managed to hit is to hit, like, significant structures in every major city. Totally just a showpiece moment. Not at all realistic. The most likely scenario is it would have hit the ocean and then had a huge, devastating tsunami, which would, could have been a good movie as, as well anyway. And even if they did know that it was coming like a year in advance or a couple months, which would have been more likely, it's still a tough job of like, well, how are you going to stop it? Because that's a huge meteor coming your asteroid coming your way. Like, right, right. So, yeah, I think it's for this purpose that like, I don't, I don't think directors like fully understand how much people appreciate like the like hard facts. You know? Oh, so, some directors definitely do realize that, like this director, but but yeah, there's others that. I don't think they like like uh, what's his, Michael what? Bay. Michael Bay, yeah. Yeah, like we were watching Pearl Harbor recently, and and apparently he basically had no regard. It was for. very loosely based on actual events, and then he took a lot of liberties to kind of tell his story. Right, and so and people were offended by it, which I probably would be too. So that were actually there. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like if you're if you're making a claim that this is going to be kind of like a historical drama then there's certain expectations. And one of those is that you have a reverence for what happened and portraying it accurately. Right. I mean, if he was just like, if this was just like some fictional war movie and it was like, or whatever, and it, of like a, a fictional battle, then I mean, sure, do whatever you want. But that's, but you know, but again, like that's how some direct, route some directors go. And so I think we both really appreciated though that with this, it was definitely uh, extremely accurate portrayal. Um, not just, not just in how they portrayed, uh, portrayed uh neil but also just i think in the set design uh the costuming music mm-hmm. like it was all it all felt uh very much to that time and it really did a great job of taking me there one of the things i really liked about this movie was the fact that they um kind of let you on the inside of the risks that nasa and the government were willing to take mm-hmm. to um and the sacrifice they were willing to take to beat Russia at this, what what we call now the, the space race, right? Yeah. There was, I don't feel like this is a spoiler, but Neil Armstrong dealt with a lot of death in his life, which is illustrated in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do a great job of, of showing how it affected him. And yeah. Still and, push forward. But. And I think um, those instances really show us um what what the government was willing to do to 
beat Russia to the moon, right? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. I it, it makes you think kind of, you know, because they discuss in the movie, like, what? At what, what cost is yeah. it worth it? Yeah, exactly. What are what are we willing to do? And and I don't I don't think I've ever realized like how, um, yeah, and not just in dollars and and time, but in lives, right? But I don't think I've ever really thought about that until this movie of mm-hmm. like people died, a lot, a lot of people died for for this and and uh, yeah, because it was all new like new stuff they were going through. No one had done any. No one had done things done these things in space that they were attempting and so there was just a lot of unknown and mistakes were made and unfortunately just for how dangerous it is when the, some a lot some of those mistakes you know led to casualty and people dying right so i don't know i mean like yeah i guess it's cool we got to go to the moon but i feel like this movie makes you think a lot harder than and i think really appreciating the sacrifices that a lot of people did with uh, made and you know and not just neil who's you know the who's who this focuses on but as we've been saying a lot of these other people and now i'm interested in like looking up some of these lives of these some of these other people who did who did sacrifice their lives to help us right. to help us make it to the moon and i don't even mean just us as in america and america getting first because i don't really feel like i feel like what's significant is human is humanity made it to the moon you know and the sacrifices that humanity made to go to the moon right right yeah um it's interesting. I feel like Neil Degra- or Neil deGrasse Tyson, <laughs> Neil. Another um, great Neil. Not to Neil. Maybe we should name one of our kids Neil. Yeah. Um, or a car. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that. Maybe we've got something. Here. As long, but he, what? Only if he's a boy. So it's a girl car. Nelly. No, that's the name of that lady on the office. She's fun. I don't like her very much. Mm, I liked I liked her more um, as the Doctor's companion in Doctor Who. Yeah, but even even never seen that. Yeah, episode. but <laughs> I know she's in Doctor Who. So. Yeah. Um, what did you think of Ryan Gosling's performance? Well, did we already talk about that? A little bit, but to get specifically on it, um, no, I thought I I really thought he did he did great. Um, I think it's really yeah. He's he's an actor who I feel like recently. Cause he's he's been in three big movies recently. There's La La Land, which was incredible, mm-hmm. critically acclaimed, you know, and almost almost won an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> it got it got called for winning, and then yeah, oopsies. Yeah. And then there's a movie that I can't remember the name of. Which... The Notebook. <laughs> oh no no that's old. <laughs> um, Blade Runner. There we go. Blade Runner. Um. Yeah, so there was La La Land, Blade Runner, and then now, and then now this, um, and 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 you know, in each of these in, in different roles, mm-hmm. um, and so I think it's kind of great to kind of like see a lot of this like depth and stuff like that he has, and but also at the same time, there's kind of a similar thread line of, I feel like at the same time, of, right? I don't know. He he seems <laughs> of kind of just like in some ways being like, like stoic, maybe kind of angry. <laughs> but right right um but but not like in a bad way i feel like it's kind of just like that's maybe like it the mark that he puts on it right um but still like i think but yeah he's been recently showing just how great of an actor i think he is um in this movie i think he definitely like he hit it out of the park i think claire foy who plays his wife is like we were saying earlier is is phenomenal i think she really shows uh the toll that it took on her you yeah. know, for her husband to be 
doing all of this stuff because he basically could die like every day at work. He, you know, there's one part where he comes home and he has this huge, like, gash on his face, bloody face. And she's like, what happened? And, you know, like, that's just normal, you know? Yeah. And I really like that they showed a lot of that too. And not only what she went through, but what she did to help him out as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I think it's, yeah, I'm just really glad to like kind of get that perspective as well. And then also you could see like with the children and stuff like that. And um, I think it kind of helps to to show a more full story Mm -hmm. uh, more so than it would have just been if it was like just him at work. Right, right. This movie is also really long. It's about two Two and a half hours, two, two, three. No, I think it's like two hours and 15 minutes. Mm, Okay. But it feels really long, Um, which I mean it is, but um, there's a lot that happens. So they go over, so he, it starts out, he's in the Navy as an engineer doing test piloting. Mm -hmm. Then he kind of auditions, not auditions, applies for the job as an as a NASA, yeah, and, um, yeah, it goes through it all. I don't really feel then, like, but then it goes through the whole Gemini um, voyage that he goes on. Yeah, the Gemini phase of of the testing and everything, right? And then it, and then all the things that go on with that. And then there's uh, the Apollo starting. It started with Apollo one. They didn't make it to, to the moon until Apollo eleven. So I mean, right. So I mean, it, much, it fast forwards a little bit, obviously, oh, mm-hmm, but but a lot of stuff. Yeah, and then but, it finally, and then the very end, they finally spoiler. They, they, they make, make it to, to the, the moon. moon. But yeah, so this is definitely not just a story of get of the of the Apollo eleven mission. No. So and then and then obviously coming back um, from the moon. Yeah. Um, and so okay, can I say my my single this single in my opinion the single best part of the movie? Mm-hmm. And I I really think the people that were behind this like deserve um, awards for it, and I ho- I hope they do. But I think I thought the sound design was was incredible. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was... Everything with it, like when the rockets were taking off and just all the hardware you could hear rattling well, around. Well, I, I thought that the sound the engineers were the same people that did La La Land. Were they? I don't know. You should look it up. Yeah. Let's... I'm pretty sure that it... that I thought I read that somewhere. Let's see. Who did the, the audio engineering or... Yeah, so the composer was Justin. Her- the composer was Justin Hurwitz, who also composed for La La Land. But um, so he at least composed the music. Yeah, but I wonder if he how much of a role he would have had as well with like the audio engineering and because that's kind of more specifically what I'm what I'm what, what I thought was great like um was was the, the other sound um not just the music but as I was saying like the rockets the rattling of the hardware oh oh all of okay. that that's what really like the I just thought that sound like that was really really good and it really like took me there. Oh yeah, uh, the, the basic here, the rumbling and just. I thought the one thing that kind of took me there for me was was the the intense the intensity of actually feeling like you were there inside. Like, mm, the yeah, like the the very tight spaces that they were able to give it. They did a great job of of showing the feel. The feeling of those tight spaces with well, some not of the just shots. the feeling, but like the movement of how you know 
quote unquote bumpy it was. <laughs> yeah. Like there's like literally parts of the movie where it's just like moving, like 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 you're actually inside the rocket, like with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, the very first scene of the movie, you're inside this airplane that he's test piloting. Like you're like literally like staring out the window that he would be staring out of, just moving and. I was telling my mom how I felt like it was kind of nauseating because like you were, I feel like in some parts you feel like you're really there. Oh yeah. Even on, even uh, on the moon, in the scene on the moon, oh, I feel like the way, I love that. the way they do it, it's like you're actually like standing there with them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't know. Like that part to me was like incredible as well. So. Yeah. So I think to sum it up, we both highly, highly recommend um, to go see First Man. Uh, very... And Very I hope good. it's uh, in our in Oscar season um, next year. Yeah, and, and this definitely feels like a movie that is going for that to me. Uh, just between the acting, the camera work, we've been talking about the sound, like everything just feels like top notch with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, highly recommended. Um, it was it was it was it uh, made a lot of attempts to be accurate to be accurate to what the story actually was. Um, great drama. Um, yeah. yeah, I just go see it. Yeah, I we we highly recommend it. So. It's our stamp of approval. The pop culture ketchup. What do we what should we call it? Um, the pop culture ketchup stamp of approval. Happy squirt. <laughs> that's <laughs> okay. You sure? No, that's that. <laughs> yeah, like, like the ketchup bottle, but um, <laughs> the kosher dog. The kosher dog. <laughs> we don't have a term, but uh, but we recommend it. Yes, we do. Okay, well, we love, once again, talking about movies and TV shows and everything that has to do with pop culture, Um, and we really appreciate anyone that listens to our podcast. Um, Yeah, and we we need your help. Um, If you've been listening to this and you uh, like what you heard and you want more of it, um, please, we've been talking about the competition we have or the drawing to um, go go to iTunes and uh, give us a five-star review. And... And uh, and a rating and review person. Yes. And, uh, and once we get enough ratings to where we can kind of start seeing those, st- those stats, we're going to randomly uh, pull someone and they're going to win a $50, correct? Or is it 25? $25. $25 Amazon gift card. Uh, so we could really use your help with that, guys, uh, if you like what you've heard. Um, and also just go and share it with other people uh, and let them, know, and let them know. Yeah. Um, but thanks for listening and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Take care.